Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. This podcast is designed to provide you with a brief update on what's going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. To improve your returns even further, then check out footballindexclub.co.uk where you will receive instant access to highlighted players, trading advice, databases, and also analysis on the players of your choice. You can use code PODCAST50 with a capital P to receive 50% off your first month. Hello and welcome to episode 185 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. In today's episode, I will be discussing the rises and the fallers on Football Index, as well as going over the 20 grand cash drop as well a little bit, the 20k cash drop, which has been announced today. And actually, I'll get into that first of all. So Football Index had been sort of building up to this announcement over the last few days. They said that they would have an, an announcement in the afternoon a few days ago and then Nothing really happened and they just ended up blaming it on their social media guy. And we finally received the announcement. We also had Adam Cole midweek saying how they'd been making some final tweaks to the dividend table or something along those lines. And so there was definitely a bit of hype and speculation over what this announcement would be today. But really, it's been a little bit underwhelming for some for some traders, especially those in Ireland where you can't actually take part in this, which I do think is quite unfair, but obviously that's due to the laws over there in Ireland and it's a little bit different. And so, I don't know, I think Football Index could, of course, do something which could be a bit more inclusive or just find a way to maybe um, help Irish users sort of take part in some sort of competition, maybe if it's a a separate one or or just send them some T-shirts or just anything really. But never mind. Anyway, um, it has been a bit of an underwhelming promotion for many. Now, my opinion on it is that I just wasn't like hyped up for this announcement at all. I hadn't really been seeing it as a big thing because all I'd really done was read what social, what Football Index social media had posted. And so I do think some of the sort of hype and excitement and speculation over it had kind of just been constructed by the Football Index community more than anything. I don't actually think there was that much hype. I know they obviously did kind of say this and that, but they're like a betting company. And that's kind of like what most companies do. You know, they build things up and I think that's kind of fair enough. And then they've announced it today that they're going to be giving away 20 grand. And I think that sounds really good on paper, um, or at least it just sounds kind of like exciting. And that's going to bring in maybe a bit of money temporarily with people just putting £10 in to enter. But ultimately, of course, they only rewards like 0.0001% of the whole market because um, there's going to be very few winners. I probably did the math terribly there, but basically there's going to be few people who actually really benefit from this. I think someone worked out it'd be like three P per user, the total amount that they're giving out in cash, something along those lines. So it's not the best. There is also the arguments that people will put more money in, which could increase our portfolios uh, for everyone. But Overall, it's a little bit of a lottery, really, isn't it? I mean, 20 grand, it's a decent sum of money, don't get me wrong, and it is quite generous, but I just, I don't know. I personally don't really think they should do these cash drops that much. I just don't really see the point in it. Um, It's nice, and uh, it's nice to see, but it doesn't really benefit the full market, and I don't think customers are the biggest fan of these. I mean, things that I've read today has mostly been negative uh, which is a shame because I don't think people should really be complaining that they're giving away 20 grand 
And then there's things that are kind of on the other side of it are saying, yeah, it's a great promotion, but there's no one really saying, yeah, wow, I'm really excited to enter into this tournament. It's going to be life-changing because everyone knows that it's a bit of a lottery and the chances of actually winning are very low. Uh, but yeah, anyway, moving on. I'll get on to a few of the risers and the fallers. I'd say my final point on this cash drop is it's definitely worth entering and it's a little bit of fun. It does add a little extra bit of excitement if buying £10 of shares at the moment. And so I would definitely recommend just entering and giving it a go either way. And hopefully one of the listeners, you never know, could end up actually winning one of these cash prizes. The odds on that are certainly a lot lower uh, than me just winning it myself or any other individual due to the amount of listeners to the podcast, of course. Um, but anyway, yeah, getting on to the risers and the fallers. And there has been quite a few today, actually, as the market continues to grow. The footy's up one and a half thousand points today, which is a huge rise. Paulo Dybala, Paulo Dybala up 30p to £5.12. He's got quite a tight spread with an instant sell price of £5.2. I believe he earned me uh, match day dividends earlier this week for Juventus. But I don't know. I think a lot of this rise has been due to sort of hype and other traders buying into him and then um, people not wanting to miss out. So like the fear of missing out because in terms of his sort of intrinsic value, I can't really see how his circumstances have changed that much. Obviously, there's the speculation that he'll play more with maybe Ronaldo not playing so much in the future, perhaps. Um, Dybala did get 90 minutes quite recently, which he doesn't always get. And he does suit the PB matrix very well. But with all of that being said, it was a 3-1 win against uh, Genoa, who on the best side. And so at £5.12 at the age of 26, I think his price is kind of built on the speculation that he will already earn matchday dividends. Um, and I can't really see that changing so much. So personally, I don't think he's like that good value compared to some other players. But with like the dividend announcement, the dividend increase coming up soon, I wouldn't be too surprised to see his price rise even further. There seems to just be some weird sort of hype around Dybala. Maybe it's just because he is a really good player, but there isn't really that much about him that stands out to me particularly. If anyone does have any thoughts he'd like to offer on that, then get in touch and maybe explain to me why you think Dybala is such a good hold. And I'd love to hear it, really. Um, but yeah, moving on to some other players. Cherokee up 19p to £4.62. And that is a lot more logical to me, really, just because Greenwood and Foden have increased so much recently. And I think these younger quality players who could end up doing really big things, certainly arising at the moment with Adam Cole suggesting that we're going to get to a billion pounds market cap over the next few seasons. You'd probably expect the young elite talents to actually be the best, uh, the, the biggest benefit. Uh, benefactors ben- I, I, I've just completely forgotten the word is late but I imagine some of the younger quality players would perhaps benefit the most longer term from the market growing a huge amount and so with Greenwood and Foden rising people will also be looking at a player like Ryan Cherokee who has huge potential and a massive high price ceiling I think that's one of the main things to be considering um, about getting the market cap so high is actually players price ceilings I've spoken about this once or twice before but it's good to have a look at how much a player's price makes up of the total market because as the market cap increases, if you think a player is going to have a big percentage of the total market cap in the future and with the total market cap, the market just growing such a huge amount, it is arguably best to go for those players who are 
in your opinion, going to make up a quite big percentage of the market in terms of the amount of money that is in that player due to their quality and potential to earn dividends. So a few other players rising, Mason Greenwood up 13p to £7.82, Bukayo Saka also sort of following that young English quality, possibly elite player up 13p to £3.88, Alan St-Maximine been talking quite a bit about him lately, up 12p to £2.50 as he's been performing really well this second half of the season recently, providing three assists. Thiago Alcantara up 12p to £2.44. He's been linked to Liverpool quite heavily lately, which is a very interesting one. I don't know how well he really suit their side, but in terms of PB, I imagine he'd probably do very well. Obviously, he already does amazing at Bayern Munich, but in a Liverpool side, he's also got the chance to earn media dividends as well, especially if uh, the transfer was to actually go through. And there's a few other players rising. Neymar's up 10p, Rodrigo de Paul earning matchday dividends yesterday, of course, up 8p. In terms of decreases, there's a few here and there, but no one really dropping a significant amount. And then on the squad list, there's not really too much happening. And it is quite interesting to see how much the top end is continuing to rise. There's actually a couple of players dropping on the squad list. Ryan Tullock is down 12p to 75p, which is quite a considerable drop. And I imagine that's just one trader selling all of his Ryan Tullock shares um, I think he's just a massive risk, really, because he's very unproven. But if he makes it, then, of course, his price ceiling is very high as well. And then Jaffe Tangana, his price also tends to fluctuate very often based on uh, maybe one or two traders just selling a load of him. And he is down 5p today. Overall, I think, I mean, I've mentioned this on Facebook and I actually got quite a good uh, reception in a way. There was quite a few likes on there today. And I think um, it was shared in the the other Facebook group as well. But I was basically just saying, Carl, not to necessarily buy into the Foden and Greenwood hype because although they've increased such a huge amount, that doesn't mean that they're better value now because actually as they increase more, they're becoming less valuable in terms of their dividends over price. And that's a really good way to evaluate a player. The obvious sort of counter argument to all of that is not to really care about that so much and just kind of buy into the the hype or the anticipation that that player is going to rise even more due to the hype. And that is, of course, very profitable as well. In the short term, it can be really profitable. But my message in the Facebook group was more just to kind of warn traders not to buy into those players just because they're rising in price, because that's actually quite illogical. But instead, to just consider and think independently whether you think those players are good value or not. My opinion on both of them, Greenwood and Foden, is ultimately that they are going to rise further, like longer term, in the short term. I'm not so sure. I mean, we've had like Rashford. Let's have a look at Rashford's price because that was quite an interesting rise recently. And at the time I was thinking, yes, everything's going right for him. He's going to rise more and more. His media dividends return was absolutely insane. And in the middle of June, just uh, about three weeks ago, he was at £8.48. And since then, since he was rising such a huge amount, I mean, he'd gone from... £6 at the start of April, up to £8.48 in June, in two months. And then his price has dipped since, so he's gone down to £7.92. He now has a spread with an instant sale price of £7.30, whereas only a few weeks ago, his instant sale price was as like £1 more. So you do have to be careful with the rises and the fallers and kind of just get your timing right. And that's really a message that I do feel I should spread and try and just make people aware of. I'm sure everyone listening is very aware of that already because 
if you're listening to this, you're usually going to be in that small percentage of traders who are really engaged in the platform and are very knowledgeable because um, it's a bit of a smaller football index podcast, I suppose, and it doesn't really have that many listeners. Um, so, yeah, I'm probably preaching to the wrong people, but at the same time, it's just something to always be aware of. There's so many psychological biases around buying into players after they've already risen quite a bit, and it can be very easy to do. I've done it plenty of times in the past, and so I really try and avoid doing that myself. Will these players rise further in the future, the likes of Rashford, Ferrodin, Greenwood? I personally would say they are very likely to. And the other question is just, is there other players that are better value? And again, that obviously is going to be players who are going to rise even more than these players in price over the next few months or years. And that's another thing, actually, I do see quite a few posts about. Uh, I can see this player earning a load of dividends over the next couple of seasons. He's going to be a really safe hold and really sort of talking about the positives about a certain player. And all of those things may be correct, but then there could also be opportunities which are even better on the platform with players who are going to double or treble in price. And I don't know, players like Rashford, will he double or treble in price? Perhaps he will, but there's also many players between like 50p and £2 who will easily do that as well. So it's just basically having a look throughout the whole market, having an open mind and finding whoever suits you best. Um, But there's... No reason really to just pile into the players that are rising right now or are the higher price players that are better known because there are loads of opportunities throughout the market and that can sometimes get lost in conversation maybe on Twitter where the talk is predominantly about high price players at the moment. In the past, there's been periods of times and like months where there has just been a total neglect for the top end as well and we may see that at some point in the future and the money may kind of drift back into the lower end. But I think with the dividends increasing soon, I can't see that for quite a while. And just another point actually on all of that, I'll just mention is Gaston Ramirez the other day. So he's earned match day dividends again, scored two penalties. So yeah, I mean, he might not always do that, but um, that's his third time this season. So he's earned 16p twice and 8p once. So a total dividend return of 40p this season alone. And he's barely been talked about. He's 43p. So he's 3p off returning his price in dividends so I just think that's like, it really shows you the influence. And me and uh, Index Moneyball talked about this after a recent podcast. It just kind of shows the influence that Twitter and social media does have on players because if everyone was talking about Gaston Ramirez, then he could easily be double his price because his dividend yield is actually far better than most of the higher price players that I talked about. And so, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but obviously there's massive risks attached as well because he is quite a bit older and he is at a lower price, there's less liquidity. There's just so much to talk about, really, so I won't get into it all. But ultimately, I think it's very wise to just look into the players who are going to return good dividend yields, but that you can also sell at the end um, of the share period. And so I guess that is why some of the younger quality upcoming players who are developing are, in my opinion, the best holds right now on the market. And that certainly does include the likes of Foden, Greenwood, Rashford and so on, and many other quality young players. Um, but as I say, there's plenty of quality young players who are like under £2 as well. And they're not really being talked about as much at the moment uh, because of the lack of liquidity there. And I really do think that will change over the next few months. So I've kind of rambled on. It's been a little bit of a longer episode, but yesterday's was literally five minutes long. So I probably should have recorded a slightly longer one today. I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone's had a good day. And I hope you all have a really good weekend. And as always, thank you very much for listening.